0: Welcome to Color Me Green, a podcast focused on making the world a greener place. Today's episode is a little late and I'm so sorry about that. I've been really busy with work and last minute things that have come up that I haven't had time to finish my research or write my script or record or literally anything. I've already started for next week, so we're getting right back on track. Today's episode is something that was really eating at me while I was doing the research. I went out shopping and bought myself new clothes for the first time since probably December or sometime earlier this year. I don't feel too bad knowing I don't do it often, but nonetheless, today's episode is about sustainable fashion and the effects of fast fashion. Fast fashion is described as readily available, inexpensively made fashion. It's considered fast based on how quickly retailers can make designs from runways to stores. Fast fashion is defined as an approach to the design, creation, and marketing of clothing that emphasizes making fashion trends quickly and cheaply available to customers. Some fast fashion brands include companies like H&M, Forever 21, where I just shopped the other day, Target, where I also just shopped the other day and got myself a new pair of shoes, which are super cute, and Zara. Obviously, there are many others, but those are some of the well-known examples. Sustainable fashion is an approach towards sourcing, manufacturing, and designing clothes which maximizes benefits to the fashion industry and society at large, while also minimizing the impact on the environment. So what's wrong with loving fashion, great deals, and fun outfits? Well, the environmental damage and human rights abuse for starters. Many of the clothes you're wearing right now, if not all of them, are likely to have originated outside of the U.S., in factories without legal obligations to create safe, working environments. Garment Assembly employs approximately 40 million workers around the world, most of which are making as little as $2.77 an hour and you thought minimum wage wasn't livable. Low- to middle-income countries produce 90% of the world's clothing, and the occupational and safety standards in these countries are often not enforced due to the poor political infrastructure and organizational management. A few violations of these workplaces include unlivable wages, as we saw, child labor, modern slavery, migrant exploitation, hazardous work conditions, gender discrimination, most of the workers are young females, Occupational hazards such as respiratory hazards due to poor ventilation, musculoskeletal hazards from repetitive motions, lung disease and cancer, damage to endocrine, func- I cannot speak today, <laughs> damage to endocrine function, and accidental injuries. One accident happened in 2013. A factory collapsed and killed 1,134 workers and injured 2,000 others in Bangladesh. This is one of the accidents that has really started the movement in the fashion industry and trying to help workers and make the industry better. Fast fashion is easy, accessible, and affordable. I mean, you can literally get a shirt for $5 and pants for $15 to $30 depending on where you shop. I'm guilty of shopping at those prices because it's affordable for me and a lot of the pieces do last me for years. The average American now generates about 82 pounds of textile waste each year. That adds up to 11 million tons of textile waste from just the US. And all of that takes up about 5% of landfill space. It might not seem like a lot, but it's a lot more than it should be. So we know what households waste, but what happens to all those unsold clothes? Instead of donating or upcycling clothing, most fast fashion companies toss or burn their unsold stock, leading to loss of both natural and financial resources. Two years ago, Burberry destroyed $36.8 million worth of their own merchandise. In 2017, H&M reported to have burned 60 tons of new and unsold clothes since 2013. I'm sorry, if you hear literally any noise other than me, it is my cat playing in a box behind me and I'm not in the mood to move her, so I'm sorry. Textiles have one of the poorest recycling rates of any reusable material and Americans only recycle 15% of unwanted clothing. If it's not destroyed or sent to a landfill, it's sent to secondhand trade. 500,000 tons of used clothing are exported to low to middle income countries. Secondhand clothing not sold in the US is compressed into 1,000 pound bales and exported overseas to be sorted, categorized, and rebaled by low wage workers in low to middle income countries and sold in secondhand markets. Clothing that's not sold in markets ends up as solid waste. 64% of that waste contains fabrics that contain plastic in some form, and therefore, they never biodegrade. Textile production requires the making of natural and synthetic fibers. Approximately 90% of clothing sold in the U.S. is made with cotton or polyester. Polyester is a synthetic textile and derived from oil. Cotton requires large amounts of water and pesticides to grow. Dyeing these textiles often results in untreated water that is often discharged into local water systems, releasing heavy metals and other toxins. The fashion industry actually produces 20% of global water waste and 10% of the entire world's carbon emissions. Washing, solvents, and the dyes used in manufacturing are responsible for one-fifth of industrial water pollution. The average American family washes 8-10 to loads of laundry a week. Each load collectively adds up to half a million tons of microfibers released into oceans each year. The fashion industry accounts for 20 to 35% of that. Cotton production produces 220 tons of CO2 a year. The amount of cotton used to make one pair of jeans requires almost 2,000 gallons of water. Even natural fibers like organic cotton are no more sustainable than synthetics if they end up in a landfill. They'll biodegrade anaerobically and release methane gas, which is the most potent of all greenhouse gases. We see these facts as things that don't affect us, but we all live on the same planet, and what we choose for the short term will impact all of us in the long term. We may not be able to take back the damage that has been done, but we can start to create less of it. Every time we purchase anything, we are saying what we want more of. By supporting brands that produce sustainable products, we are saying we want more of those products. Fast fashion only thrives because we support it. So let's try to do better and be better by supporting more sustainable businesses. So, what are some things that you can do to make an impact? For starters, you can start to view clothing as a long lasting and versatile. Invest in basic pieces that you'll reach for in years to come. If you aren't able to financially invest in sustainable brands, then go thrifting. Thrifting allows a green cycle of buying and selling clothes. I still have clothes that I've had since like college. So that was like four years ago plus four plus years ago. And I still have some of those clothes. So that's crazy to me. You can also support brands that pay their workers fair wages with safe and healthy working conditions and don't violate human rights within the supply chain. To see what companies are doing this, you can check out the Fashion Transparency Index. Another thing you can do is wash your clothes less. I don't remember a time when I didn't do this. Just one wear doesn't mean it's dirty. Unless it's underwear, smelly, or visibly dirty, then it can and should be reworn. I rewear jeans two to three times before I wash them. I mean, I just sit at a desk at work, so it's not like they really get the chance to get dirty. I'm also saving water and money by not washing things like jeans as often. Washing clothes on a cold cycle is also something I've always done. I don't remember ever not doing it. It's good for the planet, your clothes, and your bank account. Choose brands that take sustainability and ethics seriously. No brand is 100% sustainable, but you can do your best to choose brands that are doing more right than wrong. When choosing sustainable brands, you should look at how their textiles are made, what materials are being used, how items are packaged, do they offset any environmental damage. Look for sustainable fabrics and materials that are natural and organically farmed, such as natural fibers, that take minimal processing such as organic cotton, that is grown and processed without chemicals. Recycled cotton, which is either cotton that is repurposed, fabric scraps, or post-consumer waste. Organic hemp is one of the oldest fibers and one of the most eco-friendly, as it requires 50% or more less water than even organic cotton, and it has no pesticides. Organic linen is almost identical to hemp in its growth, manufacturing, and fabric properties, but it is derived from... flax plant. The last type of natural fiber is organic bamboo, raw, not processed. It is one of the fastest renewing plants on the planet and consumes more carbon dioxide than hardwood trees. Now for the fun part of the episode where we talk about a few brands that sell sustainable clothing. I was really excited to look at a few lists of brands and see what the clothing items were made out of, the styles, and most importantly, the prices. Obviously, when looking at any sustainable brand, please remember that their prices are higher because of the materials they are using. Their items are also more likely to last a lot longer than your average fast fashion items, so you are really getting what you pay for. Now, a few of these brands are actually decently priced and have items if not entire stores, that are priced like your everyday brands you would shop from. One of those being booty. Their clothing is made with organic bamboo and they use a process that uses non-toxic solvents and recycles all water. Their workers are paid fair wages and no fabric goes to waste. Booty has affordable pricing similar to that of some fast fashion brands, and they offer minimalistic and sustainable men's clothing, yoga clothes, bras, underwear, socks, activewear, and more. Another brand to check out is Toad & Co. Their items are made with organic cotton, hemp, and recycled fabrics. They have a carbon neutral headquarters, and they recycle all textile scraps. They even employ local adults with disabilities at their California factory. Totem Co. offers affordable and sustainable outdoor clothing for both men and women. With body positivity and inclusive sizing being a big deal these days in the fashion world, I wanted to include a few brands that were size inclusive and still have cute and affordable options. Alters items are made from deadstock fabric sourced from the U.S. All of their packaging is compostable, biodegradable, and recyclable. Their sizes run from small to 6XL with the option for additional alterations if needed. Daisy LA is our last brand we are going to discuss. Daisy LA is a growing brand that offers art apparel with a mission to empower women through conversation and community. Their items are made from 100% organic cotton that are handmade down to the graphics. They use water-saving wash processes, and everything at Daisy LA is made to order to avoid potential dead stock. Their sizes range from 2XS to 4XL. Check out some of these brands, or do some looking around for a few brands that fit your style and price range, and try out some sustainable fashion. Or try thrifting more, or for the first time. Both options are great ways to make some sort of change. And when we were talking about our planet's health, a little goes a long way. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of Color Me Green. New episodes are going to come out weekly, and hopefully each one has something you can take away and learn from. I currently have a ton of episodes planned, but if you want to request a certain topic to discuss, please feel free to message me on the show's Instagram at Color Me Green Podcast, linked in the show notes. If you loved today's episode, please make sure to leave a review as I will be randomly picking reviews every week as they roll in to read on the show. One of the best ways to help change the world is to share this episode with a friend and let them also learn what they can do to live more sustainably. And as always, remember to reduce, reuse, recycle, and live green. See you next week.